0: the sense maker. Hi, I'm Claudia and this is The Sense Maker from Tortoise. One story every day to make sense of the world. To find out more about Tortoise and how to become a member, take a look at the episode description. Today, a curry, a bottle of beer and a big political gamble. I'm absolutely clear that no laws were broken. They were followed at all times. I simply had something to eat while working late in the evening. It's a line the Labour leader Keir Starmer has repeatedly made over the past few days. Well, as I've explained a number of times, we were working in the office, we stopped for something to eat, no party, no breach of the rules. On the 30th of April last year, Keir Starmer went to Durham. He was there to campaign the week before an important by-election in Hartlepool, a seat held by Labour that the Conservatives would go on to win. At around 10pm, a takeaway was delivered from the Spice Lounge Curry House to the Durham Miners Hall, where Keir Starmer had been working all day. The next day, a video was posted on social media showing Keir Starmer sipping a bottle of beer. At the time, the country was still under partial lockdown and indoor social gatherings outside of your household or bubble were banned. The Sun newspaper ran the story the following day, but other mainstream media outlets largely ignored the footage. Labour didn't accept it was a social gathering and the story went quiet. Lots of people are interested in the exact legal justification uh, from the learned uh, learned, uh, leader of the opposition uh, for for the picture of him drinking a pint of beer or a bottle of beer. When Boris Johnson said this in January, it felt like it was an effort to distract people from his own misdeeds when it came to parties in lockdown. In February, Durham police said, We do not believe an offence has been established. And so the story went quiet again. Until April, when, 10 days after Boris Johnson confirmed he'd been fined, Conservative MP Richard Holden wrote to Durham Police stressing the strong public interest for them to review their decision not to investigate. Six days later, Durham Police confirmed they'd received a number of communications relating to the matter, but again stated For clarity, Durham Constabulary is not currently investigating this incident. But pressure from the likes of Conservative MPs and some newspapers only grew. On the 6th of May, Durham Police released a new statement. Things had changed following the receipt of what they described as new information. We can confirm that an investigation into potential breaches of COVID 19 regulations relating to this gathering is now being conducted. Q. Keir Starmer's big political gamble. 72 hours after the police announced their intervention, the Labour Party leader said he would resign if he's fined by Durham police. I've always followed the rules, but if the police decide to issue me with a fixed penalty notice, I would, of course, do the right thing and step down. So where does this leave Boris Johnson and the Conservative Party? Last week, Keir Starmer suggested the curry had been a spontaneous event. But in a memo leaked to the mail on Sunday, which was drawn up days before the visit, the timetable includes dinner from 8.40pm to 10pm at the Miners Hall with the Labour MP Mary Foy. It states a takeaway curry will be ordered from Spice Lounge. The Devils in the detail claim the Labour leader's critics. This leaked document, marked confidential and seen by the Mail on Sunday, suggests the gathering was pre-planned, with a note to arrange a takeaway from local curry house Spice Lounge with local MP Mary Foy. Keir Starmer's critics claim his memo shows the curry was pre-arranged and therefore no different from the Number 10 Partygate events. But the Labour Party claims it can prove that Keir Starmer didn't break the rules. Because although the guidelines at the time banned socialising indoors, except in your household or with your support bubble, there were a number of exemptions, two of which the Labour leader could use in his defence. Firstly, if the gathering was reasonably necessary for work purposes. And secondly, if the gathering was reasonably necessary for the purposes of campaigning in an election or referendum. Here's the shadow levelling up Secretary Lisa Nandy speaking to Sky News. It is frankly absurd of the Tories to claim that this in any way equates to a Prime Minister who was under investigation by the police for 12 separate gatherings which included karaoke parties, bring your own bottle parties, um, uh, pub quizzes, uh, suitcases full of wine being smuggled through the back door. And according to The Guardian, the Labour Party has compiled time-stamped logs from WhatsApp chats, documents and video edits to show Keir Starmer continued to work after he'd had his curry. As the former head of the Crown Prosecution Service, Keir Starmer says he's a stickler for following the rules. After all, he did self-isolate six times during the pandemic. All of this now puts Durham police in a tricky position. Durham police are now under enormous pressure. They know that the the, uh, future of uh, one political leader uh, hangs in the balance. Keir Starmer has gambled his entire political career on what the police decide to do next, a process which has very little transparency. It's a huge call. But what is clear is that if they do fine him and he does resign, the pressure to do the same will only intensify for Prime Minister Boris Johnson. Thanks for listening to The Sensemaker. To get more from Tortoise, including bonus content and invites to exclusive online events, you can become a member for £50 a year, that's half price, using my code. Go to tortoisemedia.com forward slash friend and enter claudia50, that's claudia D I A five zero. Today's story was written and mixed by Immy Harper. the sense maker. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Tortoise News is where we make sense of the world. And over the next few weeks, it's the home of Tortoise's election coverage. Between now and polling day, you'll get special live episodes of the news meeting from across the country. John Curtis and Rachel Wolfe will discuss the latest polling and policies in Trendy. And Tortoise's Alexi Mostris and Patricia Clark have a brand new show called Could It Be True?, where they'll examine questionable claims from the campaign trail. So, to make sense of the UK election, follow Tortoise News wherever you get your podcasts.